Ugh. It's that time of day again. Time to get up and make someone else rich. Hi there, and welcome to the Build Your Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Thompson. Over the years, I've taken the skills I've learned as a dedicated employee in multiple fields and turned it into a thriving six-figure online business to create a wealth of my own. Now I'm here to teach you how to do the same thing. I share my successes and failures as an online business owner with you to help you avoid the pitfalls that can come with being an entrepreneur in the online space. It's my goal to help you achieve your success faster, adopt the right mindset for that success, and to show you how failing forward is all part of the process in building your wealth instead of someone else's. This is the Build Your Wealth Podcast. Have you ever wondered what makes a superhero tick? Thank you for joining me here today. My name is Nicole Thompson, and today I am here with the amazingly talented, the abundantly beautiful, and the supremely super, Miss Angela W. Stillwell. Angela is the founder of Untapped Strengths and the creator of Vulnerability Warrior. She helps businesses and people just like you to create deeper connections that enhance their bottom line and overall success. And she is a total rock star superhero. Thank you so much for joining me here today, Angela. Oh my gosh, what an intro. <laughs> no pressure, right? You're a superhero. Okay, well, where do I go with that? <laughs> Let me go get my cape and my, and my Wonder Woman frame. Yes, please, you didn't know to bring that. <laughs> I should have, oh my gosh. So, so much fun. So I cyber-stalked you a, a, a tiny bit as if it wasn't already <laughs> obvious. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I saw you have this quote on your website that says, leadership is not about leading people. It's mm -hmm. about influencing them. And in order to influence them, first you have to connect with them. And I love that. Thank you. What do you feel has been the most powerful, have been the most powerful ways that you've connected with people and what have the most impact? Let me tell you, the number one way to connect with people is through your story, your imperfect story, sharing your vulnerabilities. You know, people think of vulnerability as being a weakness, and it is so not a weakness. When you stand in the power of your vulnerability, you know, there's, there's a quote by Sigmund Freud that says, um, and I'm going to flub this up, it's not the exact quote, but it's, it's something to the effect of, it is within our vulnerabilities that we find our strength. Mm. I love and, that. Yeah, right? I mean, there's, there's so much power in allowing ourselves to be imperfect. And when we allow ourselves to be imperfect, we allow everyone else to be imperfect because there is no such thing as perfection. So when you, when you embrace that, then, then, and then share that with other people, and share those stories and the lessons that you've learned in embracing that vulnerability and the things that you've gone through to get to that point to do that, then the deepest of deepest connections are made. I mean, if you think about it, storytelling is really in our DNA. You know, from the beginning of time, man sat around the fire pit sharing stories. That was how history was passed from one generation to the next. You know, before there was even the written word, it was storytelling and sharing of life events. And so that's been an integral part of our being since the beginning of time. And that's that's so good because 
I've noticed too that the people that I connect with the easiest, especially in social media, in this time of this age of unconnectedness, yes. <laughs> the the ones I connect with the most are the ones who actually put themselves out there the, the most and really wear their heart on their sleeve. Yeah. And it's, you know, the thing is, it's, you know, people talk about wearing your heart on and you don't, it's not that you're walking around weepy eyed all the time and, you know, always being just on the verge of falling apart. It's about being open hearted and being willing to be seen, truly be seen. The right? being genuine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like when you're leading people, mm -hmm. What what are some of the first few things that you take into consideration? You know, leading people, like the quote says, it's not about leading them. It's about influencing them. And when I say that, to influence someone, you have to understand what their driving factors are. So it's about really getting to know the people that are around you. I mean, yes, there are situations where there's I call it crisis leadership, where you're having to lead in that moment because there's a crisis going on and you have to step to the front and you have to sometimes drag people along with you, right? And that that's not what I'm talking about. Right. And that's crisis leadership. But legacy leadership is a situation where you are leading people by allowing them to, to be the greatest version of themselves, empowering them to be the greatest version of themselves. And so when, when you're leading people, that's what it's about. It's about showing them, stepping up authentically as yourself, vulnerably as yourself, giving them permission to do the same thing and empowering them to use their own knowledge and strengths and their own story to make the biggest impact in their own realm, right? Mm. I love that. Yeah. That's yeah. great. And that actually kind of leads into my next question too. Um, I assume that there's times that you meet resistance when people, I'm sure they've asked for your, your influence and then come back with resistance. How do you tend to move past that? You know, usually I call people out on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared to call somebody out on something in a heartbeat. Usually when there's that resistance, there is a, a tell sign, you know, when you're, I'm not a poker player, but you know, at, at the poker table, one of the things that the best poker players do is they study tell signs in other people. Mm -hmm. And I grew up in an environment and, and special forces people do the same thing in the CIA and the FBI and police officers and that kind of thing. They're all looking for tell signs in the people that they're watching. Right. And I grew up in an environment having to be aware of those tell signs and there's always a tell. There's always a tell. And it can be verbal. It can be body language. It can be something. And so when I see that and they're resisting, I'll start kind of, you know, finagling my way into, <laughs> <laughs> into that tell sign. And a lot of times the people aren't even aware of it themselves. They may not even be aware of the emotion that they're feeling at the time because they've not been in touch enough with themselves to feel it yet. Yeah. And then when you call them out on it, they get really defensive. And I have to be careful when I do that because when I notice it before they have noticed it and that defensiveness steps in, then you have to break through the defensiveness. So it's this measured way of 
it's a dance, you know, push mm. and pull, push and pull, push and pull and see how you can get in there. It, there are people that are, you know, it's never going to crack. Mm. <laughs> They're just not. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely usually a, a reason for that resistance, that defensiveness mm -hmm. as almost mm -hmm. lies in the guilt of knowing that that's what you need to change the most. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and it's funny that you say that because one of the things when I'm working with with people and they say, well, I, I can't I can't tell that story. And I'm like, that's the story you need to tell. <laughs> <laughs> the, the story you can't tell, the one that you don't want to tell, the one that you don't want to share. That's the story you need to share. Yeah, I've got a couple of those in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> yes, I think we might need to talk, Angela. <laughs> We won't do it right now, burying your soul in front of everyone. But, but that's a conversation for another day, most definitely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. What types of struggles do you see the most of? Probably one of the biggest struggles is the fear of being imperfect. Mm. You know, people want to put out an absolutely perfect product, they want to make that perfect presentation. They want to do that perfect live broadcast. They want to do that perfect everything, right? Anytime they're putting themselves out there, they want it to be perfect. They, they won't put their opt-in out there until they feel like it's perfect. They won't put the, the course out there until they feel like it's perfect. And guess what? Perfection doesn't exist. <laughs> so that's what you're shooting for. It's never going to happen. And I see people waste years. And I've been guilty of it. I, I have definitely been guilty of it. And, and the thing is, once you realize that's what you're doing, then, then put something out right away. Put something out right away. Doesn't matter how ugly it looks, put it out right away. It doesn't yeah. have to be whatever it is that you've been stalling on, but get something out there. And in fact, make a declaration that you are working on whatever it is and make a public declaration of the deadline so that you have to get it out there. And just say, you know, it may not be perfect by the time I release it. However, this is when we're going to release at least phase one of it. That's exactly, That's exactly what I'm doing with my beta ready. launch that I'm working on right now. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. And my I'm, I'm doing state is November first, and I've now put it out there publicly. So now I can't back out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because you don't, you don't want that reputation. And you know, when people see you do that, even if they give you grace for doing that then the next time there's going to be that question. Absolutely. You know, and, and I've done it. There've been times when I've put a date out there. In fact, I did it with vulnerability warrior. And after I put the date out there for the beta launch, then I realized that I had this big project that I've been working on for the last couple of weeks. And I was like, Oh crap, I, there's no way that I can do that and do this. So I had to back up on it and say, you know what, I, I'll give you another date. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be after mid October. Yeah, sometimes it's it's easy to bite off more than you can chew with grand expectations. Yeah, and I and at the time when I made the announcement of when I was going to launch it, this other project wasn't even set in stone yet, and so it was with good intention. And I would have until I realized this, you know, came about, and it was a project that I really. I really wanted to be involved in and um, you know it was a great project so I don't regret that um, right sometimes yeah. you just got to change lanes <laughs> yeah exactly exactly as long as you're still on your own path 
Definitely. And sometimes we make decisions that maybe aren't the best decision and that's okay too. Then learn from that. Right. And make the course correction from that point. Yeah. I love that. The falling forward, the failing forward and uh, failure isn't a failure as long as you learn from it and pick yourself up and continue moving on. Exactly. Well, you know, if you look at commercial airliners, as an example, every flight is on course only 3% of the time. Wow. <laughs> the other 97% is constant course correction. 97% of the time is course correction. That's a really good analogy. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, it's minuscule, you know, every little, just a percentage of a degree, but it's a constant state of course correction. Every flight, every flight. That is really huge that even these commercial airliners that are, they have our lives in their hands. Yeah. <laughs> They're constantly making course corrections. So yeah, it just goes absolutely. to show that failure doesn't really exist. No, it doesn't. The only time failure exists is if you quit. Right. And that's, that's just allowing it. Mm -hmm. So yep. no such thing as perfection and no such thing as failure. Correct. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> no, no, no. It can't be perfect. <laughs> that was kind of tongue in cheek. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I know you did. That was for everybody else out there. I'm just kidding. Oh, I know okay. everybody else out there got it. So now let's see if we can find out what makes a superhero tick. Okay. How did you discover this amazing ability that you had? Was it something, was that something you could always do or did you fall into your greatness? You're calling me a superhero and that's a little bit uncomfortable. So I want to make sure I know which powers you're talking about here. Okay. Your amazing ability to influence people in businesses. Okay. You know, I kind of alluded to my childhood and if you go back and watch any of my Facebook lives, or if you've ever heard me speak, you hear part of my story here and there. And if you see some of the things that I write, you hear some of that. And it was something that I had to learn inherently as a child in order to survive and then thrive. But I didn't really realize I had that ability until going through my divorce several years ago and started doing the introspective work mm -hmm. of you know, what I did right, what I did wrong and really digging into, okay, what are my abilities? And I realized that as a kid, I had become this master wall builder, you know, compartmentalizing everything and people would connect with me, but I was not connecting with anyone because I didn't have to, I was always going to be moving. It didn't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. So I realized that I had done that. So I started tearing down those walls and sharing some of those stories and making those connections with people. And I saw how much better my relationships got with my friends and my family and businesses. And I thought, I have to figure out a way to start sharing this and working with businesses and my clients to do the same thing so that they too can experience it. It just opened up all of these new opportunities for me and for them. You know, it was through a, a process of overcoming another bad situation that I discovered it and realized that I had used it since childhood. Mm. And that's so good. Yeah. And that's the thing. So many of us, we have these inherent, we'll call it powers for lack of a better term. We have these inherent powers that we did learn as a kid. But because it comes so easy to us, we don't even realize that we have it. And we don't understand why other people don't have it. Mm. 
And we're not even aware a lot of times, but we get frustrated with people because they don't have it. And we don't even really realize why we are frustrated with them. So it's this really vicious cycle of being unaware of so many pieces. And until you really dig into what is it that's frustrating you, where are these sticking points that you have over and over and over again? Why does this keep showing up over and over and over again? Mm. And it takes a lot of strength to dig into that and see, you know, what that is. Yeah. Um, and I'm guilty of that myself. Mm-hmm. Cause it's much easier to squash it all down. Right. And not, oh, I was a pro at that. <laughs> yeah. Me too, girl. Me too. Tomorrow. We'll deal with that tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> Have you had to overcome any big fears lately? Every day, you know, every day there's fears. It's um, fears of, gosh, am I, am I good enough? Do I really know what I'm talking about? Um, do I really have something to say? You know, those are things that every day show up and you have to say, well, yeah, I do have something to say. And yeah, I am good enough. And yeah, people do want and need to hear this because the feedback that you get tells you that, right? Right. But the gremlins in your head will tell you otherwise. What was it? Gremlins, the movie gremlins where you, you know, don't water them, don't feed them, (laughs) that sort of thing, because they come to life. And when you, when you give them voice, they do, they get bigger and bigger and bigger. So, you know, you have to learn to thank them because it's about protecting you. And you go, okay, that, that's great. Thank you, little gremlin. Pat them on the head, stick them back in the corner. <laughs> Put them back in their cage. Because <laughs> they were kind of cute as little bitty gremlins, aren't they? Well, when they were furry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's how you have to think of them. These furry little creatures that are just trying to protect you. <laughs> and as long as you don't feed them after midnight, you're in good shape. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, now, I've heard you say, I've heard it recently, and I'm going to probably botch this, so I'll, go, I'll call it paraphrasing. Uh-huh. I want my cup to be so full that I can serve from my saucer. Mm -hmm. That I absolutely adore. Thank you. What are your favorite ways to refill your cup? Oh my gosh. You know, it varies depending on what's going on, but you know, like after I've been at an event or I've worked on a big project, I usually schedule at least one full day after, even if it's just to sleep, you know, I mean, And a lot of times that is what it is. It's just sleeping and eating and replenishing my energy <laughs> level, right? People meet me and they're like, there's no way that you're an introvert. But I am. I am an introvert. I, I re-energize by having my own private downtime. Mm. You know, I'm very extroverted when I'm out and around people. But when I'm done, I'm done. And you have to understand as an individual where you get your energy. And so to replenish your cup, to, to fill your cup again, do what gives you that energy. If it's, you know, taking a hike and sometimes that is what I do, you know, I'll go for a hike Mm -hmm. in the woods or, you know, playing with my animals or spending the day out in the pasture with my horse or, you know, just sitting on the couch with my dog or going to the beach or getting a mani-pedi or a massage or, and I'm a really healthy food eater anyway, but, you know, really getting you know, sometimes when you're traveling, you can't eat the way that, mm-hmm. that you normally do. And I, I have to be really careful about that, but I make sure that, you know, for the next several days when I'm back, I am eating super, super, super clean, cut out anything that is absolutely not the cleanest, just that I get all of that stuff reset again. 
you know, if your thing is yoga or meditation or whatever, and those are all good to do regardless of whether it's right or not, figure out what it is that you enjoy and definitely take some time for yourself. Such great advice with that. Now, I know you just recently released your Love is My True North line. Did you want to tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind that brand? Sure. So um, that's an interesting story. It was a couple of years ago during the election and everybody was being so ugly to each other online on, you know, on social media Mm -hmm. and it didn't matter which side of the aisle. Right. And and this is not about politics. This is, this is about just the ugliness because both sides were being ugly. And I can't remember, I was reading this thread and people were getting so ugly with each other in this thread. And I had said something that was just a nonchalant thing. And I didn't mean it in, on either side. And I think that they knew that I didn't mean it on either side. And they were trying to push me into this corner to make me declare one way or the other. And I'm like, okay, A, it's none of your freaking business. <laughs> but B, I'm not going down that path because that's not where I'm going to spend my energy. And it was like this divine download that I got. This phrase came in my head and my response to them was hashtag love is my true north. That's so good. That's so perfect. And just preaching that love trumps all. Yeah. And I thought right after I right after I wrote that, I was like, oh, wait a minute. There's something really, really good about that. And so I like logged online really, really fast to see if the URL was available. And it was. So I got it and I kind of sat on it because I was like, you know, this could be a t-shirt line. This could be all <laughs> kinds of stuff. And so for two freaking years, I sat on it and finally I launched it. Well, congratulations on yeah. your launch. Can you tell everybody where they can find your line? Absolutely. Well, you can, you can find it on my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash A-W Stillwell. That's A-W-S-T-I-L-L-W-E-L-L. There's a shop tab, or you can go to my website at Angela W Stillwell.com forward slash shop. S-H-O-P. All right. We will be sure to pop that link into the comments section for anybody who wants to check out your wares. Angela, yeah. this has been so awesome. We are just about out of time, and I hate to end this conversation at all. Yeah, it's been fabulous. Thank you so much, Nicole. I so appreciate you joining me here today. This is Nicole Thompson. Thank you all for joining us here today with this amazing interview with Angela W. Stillwell. I'll talk to you again soon. So what a great interview with Angela W. Stillwell. If you'd like to learn more about Angela, I'm going to put her contact information into the show notes section so you can easily get online with her there. Thank you again for tuning in to the Build Your Wealth podcast. This is your host, Nicole Thompson, signing off for now. I will see you over on the next episode. You've been listening to the Build Your Wealth podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing to the show. I've included any links to specifics mentioned in the show in the show notes section below so you can easily grab them there. I hope you'll consider leaving a review for me and let me know what you thought about the show and if it helped you or resonated with you in some way, I'd love to hear about that too. Thanks again and I'll see you over on the next episode. To your success.